Across Talk PM and WIZ, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, Also on Facebook and Twitter, and you could send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. But the Better Hearing Center talk at text line again, 608-785-7914. We also, and this is important, probably... For a lot of people, not for everybody, and I understand that. That we're on Facebook Live. Did I say that? Yeah, we're on Facebook Live. You can like watch us. So thrilling. It's not like what watching. Who is it that's playing down the street? Chris Robinson. Chris. We looked that up. River Roast. It's like a block away. Our building was shaking a little while ago when they were doing sound checks. So it's probably going to be uh, pretty boisterous down there. I mean, it's not exactly that. We're not exactly throwing a concert in here, but you never know what could happen. Like Rick could throw the remaining amounts of his smoothie at me, which would, you know, that could happen. So in that case, you may not want to watch because it could get ugly. Either way. All right. But anyway, no matter how you're looking at things, just... Uh, remember that it is um, a free-for-all Friday. Free-for-all Friday, me, of course, anything you want to talk about, you can t- we can talk about anything that's on your mind is also on mine. Want to break down the uh, second preseason game for the Packers, that's fine. Talk about fountains, canopies. So let it rip. 608-785-794, the Better Hearing Center. Talk text line. Call in, text in, whatever. What What's going on down there? Now the, with the Charmont, the Charmont, they're sh- they shut down a block of State Street. Does that cost a lot of money to do that? To shut That's down a block of State Street? Yeah. Are you not coming huh? Are you plugged in? No, you're fine. I think you're fine. Okay. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah, does that cost a lot of money? Does the I think they just Charmont asked, have to pay the city to do that or something? They just ask permission. They just asked really nicely. Can we do that? Just yeah. do a show yeah, out we there? we can. Absolutely. Just be like, Absolutely. Second Street, that's not inconvenient. Nobody, nobody needs that. Yeah. I, I Honestly, Rick, I don't remember what, if there's a cost for that. I think there may be a permit, but I don't I don't know what. Because, like, they're also I can look that up. doing construction you could look on 2nd Street down the road, right? Like, they're they're kind of, it's kind of a nuisance. Oh, yeah. No, they are. Because yep, all that parking's gone, and then it's down to two lanes. And yeah. I feel like we should get money for that since we have to park in this road. We should, they should pay us. Right. Okay. It's an inconvenience to okay. us. Yeah, no, 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 I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. All right, yeah, yeah. Should be the business. <clears throat> so, would you be willing to walk over to the Charmant and ask them for money? Right now? I mean, Go now, show. no time like the present. Who would you ask? Like Mr. Charmant? Yeah, the Mr. Charmant? You have to say I mean, too, right? So, Don Weber's going to be there, probably. I don't know if he's hanging out there right now, but he's going to be there for the show. Nick Weber's going to be there. They're both going to, you know, I would go just go ask Don Weber. Now, is Nick Weber the one opening the distill yeah, thing? Yeah, down the that road? guy is going to be a superstar. We don't want to make him mad. He's our no, neighbor now. No, he's going to be our new friend. That is absolutely where we're going to set up shop. So, okay, it's called this thing on State Street yeah. at Charmont. It's called yeah. River Roast, okay. 2018. Uh, gates open at 5. Oh. Starts at 6. Free, right? Is it it's free? It's free, but Man. here's the deal: yeah. is you have to RSVP tickets, 
which is required, and then you have to claim those tickets somehow. I don't know how you do that. Oh, wow. Can we not so, do that anymore? I don't know. That seems like a kind of an inconvenience. Also, you have to pay for a $2 River Roast cup because they're trying to eliminate plastic waste. I don't have a problem with that. I could just bring like a water bottle though and just you could I could just use that. Here, fill this up. A plastic water bottle? No, I mean I got a regular okay. stainless steel water bottle. I was just making sure because yeah, no, I don't no. think plastic water bottle. Nobody uses I mean that. the river's right there. You just like there's no waste. You just throw it when you're done with it, you throw just it chuck in the it river, in the river and then yeah, it's gone. Then it's gone. You never have to worry about it again. It becomes part of the coral reef, I believe. Yeah, they eventually. just use that for to build new plants. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Chris Robinson Brotherhood, that's one band. And Farewell Milwaukee is another band that's going to be there. So Chris Robinson is the guy from the Black Crows, right? Is that because I, well, I heard there was somebody that was at one point in the Black Crows. It, sound, it sounds like it's super loud. So, are there other crows? Black. Uh, the, we're talking primarily about the band. No, but and yeah, the Counting Crows. Shouldn't they? Ju- shouldn't they just counting be crows, the crows? Black Crows, Counting Crows, two different bands. Okay, they could just be the crows. You're though, saying it's redundant saying, instead of being yeah. Black Crows, just be the crows because there's not like Red Crows. But also, isn't the Black Crows and that spelled with an e? Maybe that's a. It is. It's a foreign word of some kind. Maybe it's uh, crows means. It's uh, it's maybe it's Hungarian for singer. I'm looking up, yes, okay. Black Crows with an E. He's the former singer. All right. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be down there, so that should be fun. Is that the Black Crows sing that? Hey, little thing, <laughs> let me light your candle, cause the mom. Is that Black Crows? Mess maybe. around. I think so. Yeah. We're gonna have to find one. We're gonna find. We're gonna find a Black Crows song. <laughs> we're we're all about the information. That's why it's a free for all Friday. That's why it's a free for all. Fr- what? Oh, Eric's got some Black Crows information. He's probably just gritting his teeth because he knows all of the Black Crows song. Eric from Sparta. Eric from Sparta. Do you have? Is that? It is Eric from Sparta, right? Okay. Do you? Are, do you know all the Black Crows songs? Can you play all the Black Crows songs? I do not know all the Black Crows songs. Okay. I don't particularly like them. Okay. All I can tell you is the history of them. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Chris Robinson, a brotherhood, he was a lead singer of the Back Crows, and his brother, Richard Robertson, I think that was his name, they had a falling out, and so he started this other thing that he has going now, and he's got this Chris Robertson, Robertson, uh, brotherhood, and so that's what the deal is. The guy is a freak. He's a freak. But apparently it might be good, but they... Anyway, that's all I got to tell you about that. I have another thing about security clearance. I'll talk about that later. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Um, Yes, Hard to Handle is a Black Crow song. Just FYI. So something about a falling out. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. It is a free for all Friday, so anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine, and really anything. In fact, Prairie Dog would like to talk about Huska Park. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yes, uh, Huska Park. I think it's a pretty nice park, but it needs so much upkeep. The road down there. I mean, just about chatters your teeth out of your head, yeah. And it's yeah. it's all tore up. And the park itself, I think 
the park is all right, but uh, it seems like the city sticks all their money in Riverside Park. And I can see where Riverside Park, you know, is really a nice park. And the problem with Fusca, I suppose, is because it smells sometimes. Well, it doesn't bother me too much because sometimes I smell. But anyway, people don't use it as much, I suppose, because of the smell. But there are towns in Wisconsin that have paper mills, and they smell all the time. Fusca Park just smells once in a while. I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but I like Fusca Park. It isn't as crowded for one thing. Well, and is that and part got, of the, is that they've got the dog park down there? Sure, yeah, and the dog park is, is really nice as long as you know you, you eliminate the glass problem. But is it one of the part of the problems with Huska Park is accessibility? It's just it's not as easy to get to. It isn't. Why not? You can drive right down uh, Jackson Street and around the corner, and you're right in the park. Yeah, but it, but where Riverside river. where Riverside Park is located in Lacrosse, I mean that's that's within walking distance for a lot of people who live who live downtown. Huska Park isn't really quite as much. No, it's right down Jackson Street, or you can go down yeah Market Street. And you think it's as it's it's just as accessible, walk. just as accessible. I think it is. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. I mean, I it mean, doesn't get as much, uh, you know. Uh, they don't announce it as much or anything, but There's I think it's yeah. just as accessible as that park. It's How okay. About I think park? I, I, I would. I would say that I would say that the smell thing is what probably keeps it from being populated. Just once you get past the smell, you got it done. You know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. I mean, you're right. There's not as many people down you there. You know, wear a clothespin on your nose or something. But, I, very comfortable I mean, thing to do. There's towns in Wisconsin that smell all the time. Yep. And the people still live there. They do. They do. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Yeah, I don't, for sure. I don't either. I've driven through them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they get anyway, that. I just thought I'd put my two cents worth in. I think it's uh, that's a valid point. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. We were assured, by the way, by Mayor Tim Cabot that Hooska Park Road will be um, is going to be fixed in some way. Although he did suggest that they were they were thinking about just making it a dirt road because it would be um, it'd be better for now or something. I don't remember exactly how that how he. I don't know if he was joking. Actually, I think about it. All right. Well, anyway, free for all Friday, 608-785-7914. Speaking of Riverside Park, the city's park board last night agreed to move forward with replacing the fountain in Riverside Park. So that is something that will be something we pay for. Or it'll just be, maybe there'll just be donations for that. Maybe it will just, just be donations. Or you're going to pay for another fountain. 608-785-7914. If you have thoughts on that, give us a call. It's Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. Getting the kids ready for another school year can be expensive, but not at the Habitat Restore. Furniture for the dorms, lights, shelving, desks, things that help them be successful. You'll find them in the back-to-school corner. And during the month of August, show your school ID and get 25% off. In addition to saving money, you're helping four families in our area by building them a new home. The Habitat Restore, now with extended hours. Accepting donations on Tuesdays from 10 to 2 and open on Saturdays from 10 to 6. Habitat, building homes, community, and hope. I had the pleasure of doing a walkthrough at a local assisted living that we had just completed. All the floor covering on. Tom and Daryl at Floor Crafters. And I heard, hey Tom, 
And I looked down and here's one of my customers that we had done work for 10, 12 years ago. And at the same time, a woman next to her bumps her on the shoulder and said, who's that? And this lady says, that's my flooring guy. That story really doesn't surprise me. We've been around a long time. Do what you want, but you got to come home with me. I've got some good old loving and I got some more When I get so forward, I don't need you got to come back. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914-785-7914. Black Rose. I was, uh, Chris Robinson, of formerly of the Black Rose, will, is playing at some point just down the street from us at the Charmont Hotel. Uh, between uh, Front Street and Second Street, they have the, the block blocked off, I guess. They have that block blocked off, and they're having what's known as River Roast. And I don't know if this is the third year or the second year. I'm not really sure, actually. So anyway, I, I it's free, but can we still get tickets? Can we figure that out? Is that possible? Can we figure it out if we can still get tickets? We could try. All right. Go I mean, to their it, Facebook page and see... All right. Hmm. Everbright. Got to go to eventbright.com here. Okay. All right. So they, I don't, I don't know if Chris Robinson will be playing Black Crow's songs. Sales ended. The sales. The free ticket sales ended. You can't, you can't buy the free tickets anymore? You can't go to the party. So why are we talking about it? Loud. You don't have to go to the party. You just stand outside. (laughs) Just go to Riverside Park. Well, right? I mean, if you just go, you stand outside. You could go to our roof. If you pay me enough money, I'll let you on a roof. And um, just bring a bottle and a bag. Sit up top. Get yourself a little umbrella for the sun. Listen to Chris Robinson. Drink some booze. I think, is it called Lacrosse Distilling Company? Is that what that new place is going to be down the road? Oh, yeah. Uh, down, yeah I, so they're, I think right. they're... Uh, they might have beer there, so you wouldn't be able to get any of their beer. They're not going to have beer anyway. A special thank you to the Lacrosse Distilling Company for their partnership in this year's event. So I'm assuming that they're hmm. giving out beer. They don't make beer. They don't make beer. Oh, they don't. No, oh, okay. no beer there. Just hard liquor. Hard liquor. Okay, well then you can't get their hard liquor, right? Yeah, which I wouldn't think that you would really. I don't know. It is a free-for-all Friday here on Wisdom, 608-785-7914. You can't go because you can't get tickets, so don't even try. The free ticket sales have ended. Seems lame. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it's going to be loud, though. Well, I could hear it, so I, I, I start getting closer to our studios down here, Second and State, and the, the ground is starting to shake a little bit while they're doing their sound check. So it's, it, it's going to be a pretty loud. You should be able to hear it. As I was mentioning, there uh, the Lacrosse City Park Board met last night. A lot of people uh, left happy, and a lot of people left uh, maybe not quite as happy. But the happy people, for sure, were the ones who had been advocating for a canopy over the bandstand in Riverside Park. Terry Bauer and Company. You've heard this over and over and over again, but that uh, canopy has been approved. Not the final approval. They still have to come up with architectural architectural drawings for it. They've got like a rendering, and that's it. Uh, and then, uh, but basically, given the thumbs up, given the go ahead, they're going to come up with some drawings. They're going to bring them back to the park board. Further thumbs ups. 
And that's going to be something that is over the bandstand in the park next year. Now, that bandstand itself is going through a million-dollar renovation. And also last night, the City Park Board decided that they're going to... uh, they're going to uh, redo the fountain in Riverside Park. I don't know. Remember when when the Cross Park and Rec director, Steve Caroline, talked to us about that fountain and talked about it being like the, the Bellagio of the Upper Midwest or something like that? I don't think that's in the works anymore. I think reality set in, and there was just no way there was going to be like this tower of water with geysers shooting up over the tops of trees in Riverside Park, there was no way the city was going to spend a million dollars on a fountain for Riverside Park, no matter even if it was offset in part by donation. It just wasn't going to happen. So I think that uh, now, I think if I'm hearing this correctly, what they're sort of settling on is, let's just make the same fountain, but make it out of stuff that can withstand the weather. And who knows how much that's going to cost. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, we got John. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch, you were talking about redoing the road on Hoosta Park there. Y- I think yes, you should sir. do diagonal parking right along the river. People can park their cars, get some of those privacy walls like they have in bathroom stalls. So that people can enjoy the river and have some privacy in their cars. There's no place for couples to enjoy themselves in privacy anymore. I wouldn't. What what sort what are you suggesting <laughs> when you're talking about couples enjoying themselves in privacy? <laughs> well, we used to have the drive-ins, you know. You don't have right. that anymore. Right. So it's just uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Who's the part's good for that kind I, of thing? Yeah, I think. no. So, it, I mean, there's quite a bit of it that goes on there. That's a lot of a uh, <laughs> lot of private uh, engagements, if you will, occur at Kuska Park. <laughs> All right. So, so <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Great idea. Great idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, John says, put up some uh, walls, that sort of some mini private garages for a little, uh, little, little private happy time between couples. That'd be good for Hooska Park. 608-785-7914-785-7914. Coming up, we'll break down the ingredients in Rick's mango smoothie. That's... <laughs> undoubtedly on the way. Uh, I think we are expecting um, Drew Kelly on the road to uh, call in. He's heading up to Eau Claire for the Logan-Eau Claire North game tonight. Memorial. Logan at Eau Claire. One of the Eau Claire teams. That is, they're called the Troubadours. The Whimsical Wizards. Eau Claire Memorial Norsemen. I'm getting no help from Rick. Zero help from Rick. Uh, They're called something, right? The the Chaplains? Eau Claire North Chaplains? Memorial Chaplains? Eric, Eric, he said, one more time, bear with me, he said. He's got to get out one more time. Well, that's his last time. (laughs) I know. Hence the bear with him. All right. I mean, that's it. That's all we got. All right, Eric. I mean, this is it, buddy. It's all. This is their last time for this week. Well, I may have one more later, but the first thing I want to say is uh, awesome. what I want to talk about later was these uh, security clearance. But as far as uh, the canopy over this uh, uh, bench hold on there, the, the city council did the right thing because this is uh, 
life or death thing. These musicians who have electric guitars, amplifiers, and stuff like that, this is very important. They have a sudden rainstorm or lightning storm that could kill these people. Plus, it will also enhance the acoustics of this stuff, and I think this is more, more one of the best decisions they probably would have made. And I hope they come through with it, and I will donate that too, by the way, for the go a crowdfund thing. But that is very, very important. You don't want these people to end up dead because they all, they, all these people want to do is bring enjoyment to the people who want to come and hear them. And I thank you much. All right. Well, Eric, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608 785 7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785 7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter. And you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. There's more to come on this free for all Friday. Stick around. Dr. Holly Fisher, Optical Fashions. A parent brought her four year old son in for the first time. And he was a plus nine, which is a huge prescription. And they had no idea. We're going to make sure that he is seeing exactly what he needs to see so that school's going to go well for him. He's going to have a great start when he gets into kindergarten. Dr. Brenda Wedig. Parents come. Captain Kangaroo and the Mickey Mouse Club. MIC, see you real soon. Yesterday in Lacrosse. I'm Brad Williams. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM on the phone with Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity Restore. Habitat Restore. Uh, Kaya Fox has some big news about stuff you can get there that's on super duper sale right now. What do you got, Kaya? Absolutely. Thanks, Mitch. So we have got all of our tables, and we have a lot of tables right now, and all of our lamps. And again, we have a lot of lamps on sale for 50% off for the next week. So this is a great time if you're thinking of you know, updating that table in your dining room or adding some really cool pieces um, as accents in your living room to stop by the ReStore and see what we have because we've got a ton of different choices right now. And as always, we are now open um, from 10 until 6 p.m. on Saturday. So lots of extra time to get out and get your shopping done at the ReStore. Hey, Kai, am I right that, uh, well, I know that I'm right because I've done this myself, but there are t- at times some treasures there that you unearth that, you can turn into something that's absolutely brilliant, personalize it for your own home, right? I mean, it's, I, I, I know I've done it. I'm sure other people do it, too. Absolutely. We actually have some really great pictures on our Facebook restore page of people who have bought tables here and have given them a little bit of a paint job, maybe add some distressed yeah. look to it, and then they've sent us those pictures, and you can take like one of those really old looks like it was from your grandma's house kitchen tables, give it a little bit of facelift, and really make it yours that kind of signature piece that just sets everything off in your house. So there are tons of wonderful examples, and I'm actually standing right in the middle of the ReStore right now, and I'm looking at our collection of lamps, and we have some just really, really cool pieces that, honestly, if people came and looked, they're kind of that retro feel. Yeah. You know, so they are so cool again. They're so old that they're cool again that you can pick out some really great things that, you know, setting it in your living room, um, it's really going to be a conversational piece. Yeah, that is a really big look right now, uh, by the way, those lamps, uh, those retro lamps. They're really, really huge. Well, Kai, Oh, yeah, I- I've got... Yeah, we've got one that's got the, the fuzzy uh, lampshade, and I'm staring at it right now because I might buy it before everybody else gets to it. All right, 50% off on tables and lamps, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, All right great. Kaya Fox, thanks so much. Hey, Kaya from Habitat Restore, thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care. Yeah, all right, bye now. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608 Habitat for Humanity, by the way, out there uh, by in the um, by the uh, business park, 
on Berlin Drive. It's out by the La Crosse County uh, solid waste area. <laughs> it's out there. It's past Woodman's. You go past Woodman's, you take a right. It's right there. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you could send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Uh, as I was mentioning earlier, oh, I think, and I think we got Drew calling in too. So we're, we're going to get to, we're talking to Drew. Drew's heading up to, uh, uh, he, Drew is heading up to Eau Claire. Logan is taking on uh, Eau Claire Memorial tonight in Eau Claire. Old Abe's. Somebody texted that in. I knew that. That's right. Not the old Ahabs, which no. is what I thought yeah, Abe the was. old Ahab. <laughs> which would have been way cooler, right? <laughs> Why aren't they called the old Ahabs? That would be way better. The old Abes. Uh, all right, let's go. <laughs> Drew's on the road right now uh, heading to Eau Claire to uh, call the game on a Wisdom tonight, as a matter of fact. That kickoff is at 7 o'clock, uh, but they'll do a pregame at 6.45. Drew, thanks for uh, being uh, a part of the program here. I just, I, I'm wondering. Yeah. I know, obviously, the season for uh, for football for the uh, for the conference, uh, Mississippi Valley Conference, uh, kicked off last night, if you will, um, and uh, Central Red Raiders looked really impressive against Eau Claire North, but Eau Claire Memorial is probably maybe a different story, right? Yeah, Eau Claire uh, Memorial uh, coming off a 6-4 and four season. Uh, talking to Coach Noble, uh, it's one of those situations where they lose a couple of big pieces, a couple of their offensive and defensive linemen both played for uh, Division One schools. They were recruited uh, one from Wisconsin, I believe. Uh, there's another uh, big power school that also recruited another one. So uh, it, obviously that's not uh, a challenge for them here tonight as they both graduated. But uh, speaking with Coach Noble, they bring back a lot of speed. And obviously, speed kills, as we saw last night with Central and Oakland North. So that's something that uh, should be an interesting uh, matchup, especially on the outside with uh, corners. Uh, you know, Jericho Parcher, you got uh, Calvin Maven trying to cover those speedy receivers. Sure. Is uh, What does uh, Lacrosse Logan look like on, on offense this year? Well, obviously, they lose their uh, pretty much switchblade knife in uh, CJ Siegel, and obviously, just a fantastic athlete. But uh, it's one of those situations where obviously people are going to have to step up uh, and you're not going to be able to just key in on one guy in, in the form of CJ Siegel. They've got uh, quite a few number of tailbacks that they're going to be uh, relying on this year. Damon Butler uh, being one of them, uh, a couple of slot receivers, they think can really uh, do some damage in the run game as well. If they uh, decide to call a reverse. And so it's going to be interesting to see a new quarterback here this year as well. Devin Moran has been on the JV the last couple of years. And so, obviously, the first varsity start tonight, uh, you have to wonder about nerves, you have to wonder about experience, but uh, he's certainly got uh, quite a few playmakers that uh, he can rely on here as he kind of gets more comfortable in, in the quarterback position. Lacrosse, is, Lacrosse Logan has never been known for having a, a really dynamic offense. Um, they're, they're, you know, ground and pound, at least under Coach Noble, they've been kind of a ground and pound kind of uh, team and, um, you know, like to utilize... Uh, play action, uh, depending yep. on the quarterback and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, do they? Is there some? Is there anybody that you can point to that is going to? I mean, we talked about some of the tailbacks they have, but is there any tailback that they have that that will that might emerge as the, the go-to guy? 
I would say Calvin Maven, uh, a really athletic guy. Uh, he's been on some track teams, uh, some relay teams, I believe, with uh, C.J. Siegel and also played uh, basketball as well. So, you know, you want those guys that uh, can run after the catch. And then also another guy, McGuire uh, Warner, uh, McGuire Warner, uh, six foot seven. So, I mean, if you have any uh, issues in the form of Devin Moran, all you got to do is kind of throw it up and. That six foot seven frame, that's you can't teach that. You know, you can't coach that, you can't teach it, and uh, that six seven frame, I've got a feeling is gonna come in handy quite a few times this season. Yeah, I would think that you, you would find a way to utilize that. That uh, right. if you got an athletic six foot six foot seven guy that uh, that comes in handy. Uh, yeah. and, and before I let you go, I know obviously you're heading for the to the Logan game and that's gonna be on Wisdom tonight at seven o'clock. Uh, did Central put the rest of the MVC on notice last night? I think so. Uh, you know, obviously Central coming off a of five and four season. We talked about it yesterday. How much they've improved uh, just from the previous three years, where they really were were not good. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, I'm trying to say that as nice as I can. Uh, but uh, with all the speed, with all the receivers they have, with all the athletes, you have to be concerned uh, if you are going up against Central because they're going to be one of those teams that. And we'll see what happens with their defense. Uh, Eau Claire North might not be the best measuring stick to see what they can do throughout the rest of the conference schedule. Uh, but if that defense can hold anybody to within 20, 25 points, it's going to take quite a bit of an effort from the opposing defense to slow some of those athletes down. Yeah, I, I it, it seems like a daunting task when you start looking at yeah. what they did last night. It just seems like it's going to be a struggle for a lot of teams to uh, – to to hold them in check, I guess. Those are some pretty, and, and three rushing tip. touchdowns by uh, Johnny Davis too. We talked about <laughs> his legs yesterday. I mean, he's not just a, a, a passing quarterback. He had three touchdowns on the ground, three in the air. So it's it's definitely going to be a challenge uh, for the MVC to to keep them contained. Again, though, uh, if you can outscore them, if Central's defense uh, isn't able to kind of get some uh, things figured out from last year, you know that could be something that could interrupt down the road. All right. Drew Kelly, he'll be on the call tonight. Uh, Wisdom uh, at 7 o'clock is the kickoff. It's Logan at Eau Claire Memorial. No, Eau Claire, yeah, right? Eau Claire Memorial. Okay, Eau Claire Memorial. It's the old Abe's. Old <laughs> Abe's. Drew. versus Eau Claire. Got I mean, it. if it's, you want to, yeah, you know, stop messing it up or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, thanks. All right, Drew, thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks. Yep, Drew's on the road, and he will be uh, back here on Wisdom at 7 o'clock tonight. Well, 645 is a pregame. Uh, it is pretty rare, by the way. Johnny Davis putting on a show last night. Uh, very rare in my experience to have a uh, gifted runner like uh, Johnny Davis, but also a really, really good passer, all in the same person in high school. It's just, it's really unusual. So, and he's got it. No question about it. By the way, that game again on, on Wisdom tonight. Uh, uh, well, I guess the pregame's really at 6.50, and then the kickoff is at 7.00. And then we have River Valley at Onalaska on our classic hit station, KCLH 94.7. That is at 6.50 as well. You can watch both of those games at WKTYsports.com. That, uh, those videos brought to you by Firefighters Credit Union and Designing Jewelers. Now, it's, it's really neat to... You get, the, you get Drew calling the game and... At the same time, it's just, you know, you can watch, which is not, we don't get that a lot, being able to watch high school ball online, but there you go. We got it for you. WKTYsports.com, again, brought to you by Firefighters Credit Union and Designing Jewelers. All right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. The, um, 
I was told today that uh, um, in relation to the the money that's getting spent in uh, Riverside Park, somebody brought that up earlier, that essentially the city is focusing a lot of money, lacrosse is uh, focusing a ton of money on uh, Riverside Park. Um, and I had to remind them that the canopy for the bandstand that was approved last night is going to be privately the money's going to be privately fundraised for. So all of those, that's a donation based, it's half million dollars. They've got 20% of it already. I don't know where the rest of that money's coming from, but it's there. The organizers, Terry Bauer, you've heard him here on wisdom several times. The uh, guy who organizes moon tunes, he seems pretty confident they're going to raise that money. So there's that. So yeah, I mean the, the renovation of the bandstands a million dollars, but that canopy that goes over it is is going to be money that's that's donated, and they don't plan on getting any city funding whatsoever. So just so I, I as far as the fountain goes, so the last fountain, the fountain that's in in Riverside Park now, we've talked about this fountain before because it at one point it, it turned into like this million dollar fountain. That was the plan, or something like that. It was some kind of plan. This might you know big giant thing. That's no longer the case. So the original fountain, or not the original fountain, but the fountain that's in there now was only put in there in 2003. It's kind of a, it's, I don't want to say cut rate. It's really nice, but it's not made out of durable material. But it's, it was only, it's only 15 years old. So they're going to take that out and then replace it. it. This is my understanding with essentially the same fountain but in more durable material. So, I don't know. The How much it costs? Huge question mark at this point. I think that's going to be, that's going to be something that is, that will, it'll be interesting to find out. No question. Uh, anyway, 608-785-7914, free for all Friday, 785-7914. Also on Facebook or Twitter, you can send me an email, mitch at 1410wizm.com. Uh, there was, uh, some funny comments in relation to, uh, bike registrations as a way to pay for roads. We'll get to those. 785-7914. Lacrosse Talk, PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. It doesn't get any bigger than this. You're listening to the Titan of Talk. Grow your business. Go to a Brandsformation. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM, 608-785-7914, We had um, (laughs) this uh, funny comment from someone. We were uh, talking, or I think Mike Hayes was talking this morning about uh, uh, using, uh, charging bicycles a registration fee in order to uh, pay for roads, which I I think is really funny. Um, <laughs> that that it, and, it, and it really does go back to that. And we'll use, I think he was talking with Gary Podesky this morning, and they were having a conversation about uh, using a bike registration fee to pay for roads. And I, I just there were some interesting comments that we had later in the day about that. But uh, uh, I, I did hear from someone who thought that was absolutely hilarious, and wondered if the if the registration fee would be based on tonnage. So. But I, I just, it, it's always, 
It's amazing to me when all of nearly all of the infrastructure that we're constantly complaining about, essentially, that is so costly that it involves, you know, the the almost the biggest battles, not the biggest battles, but some of the biggest battles are about roads and everything that goes along with roads. We can be arguing about roundabouts and roads and parking ramps and all of that stuff. And I mean, the, the tremendous amount of dollars that, that we use for, and for, you know, for good reason, cars got to get around, right? We got them. We want to drive them. We want roads to drive on. It makes perfect sense. But it just, it gets me. It's just, it is, it seems silly. And maybe I got this wrong, but it just seems like it might be a little bit silly when you start poking bicyclists as some significant part of the transportation problem. Yeah, I know there's bike lanes and, you know, there's, so you're painting bike lanes and that costs a few thousand dollars and those darn bikes. And I know, I get it. And they, they don't obey the laws. I understand that too. I get that too. I understand that bicyclists don't obey laws and that, um, you know, they, those darn bike lanes and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just, it seems, I don't know. I guess, I, you know, that if you, I guess if you're looking at bicycle, bicycles as a way to, as a cash cow for road funding, <laughs> when in fact, I mean, really, if you could encourage, I know it, it gets cold in here in the upper Midwest in the wintertime, hard to get around on a bicycle for most people. But if there were, if you could encourage more of that use in the summertime, then you really would have less of a need for infrastructure that you're spending money on and, and complaining about all the time. Now it's not a lot less. You're still going to have to have a parking ramp or maybe have to have a parking ramp or we're told have to have a parking ramp. I don't charging registration in order to uh, offset road funding it just it, for bicycles just seems like the this not, not the just the wrong way to go about things anyway my opinion obviously you could have another one 608-785-7914 we'll go to Kevin Kevin thanks for waiting go ahead your own you know the truth of the matter when you talk about road funding is you and I could drive our cars back and forth to Milwaukee every day of the month and do less damage to our roads than one fully loaded semi-truck does in a single trip. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that that's where we should be going after um, the funding, is to greatly, greatly increase how much it costs those uh, uh, carriers to uh, do business on our roads. Yeah. I, I, this has come up before. Obviously, the argument there is that the those semis are involved in commerce, and uh, that is just costs that are passed along to consumers, and so it really just increases the cost of consumer goods. Uh, I think what I'm, if if I'm not mistaken, it I think that if if that if we do charge more for those trucking companies, they will pass it along in their costs. I mean, it does mean that we just pay more for things that that we consume, right? Well, I mean, it might, but, I mean, a family of eight consumes fewer goods than a family of two. Is that accurate? You mean per capita? Wait. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, a family family of eight 
will consume more, okay. uh, right. require yes. more yep. truckloads yep. 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 of stuff than a family of two. Correct. So why shouldn't that family of eight be more accurately paying for the cost to bring those goods to their store, to their home, however they choose to shop? Right. I mean, I think it just more accurately reflects the cost of, of what, it, what it takes to, to do the services they need. All right. In other words, so if you if this is based on consumption, then the more you consume, the more you should have to pay for the 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 uh, the impact the trucks are having on the roads. Essentially, I think I think that's okay. accurate. You know, if, if you decide to grow all the stuff from your garden, you're probably going to you know eat you know eat more fruit, fresh fruits and veggies from your backyard. And sure. if you buy it off sure. the local grocery store, well, then there's a cost to that. Yeah. Okay. And the cost is on our roads. Okay. Okay, I, and a compelling argument. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. It's, it's interesting that, that that always turns into that conversation about trucks. It always turns into, well, it's, you know, what would you do without trucks? And that, that Kevin makes a compelling argument that this is really more of about consumption. The more you consume, the more you should pay for the what's happening on the roads. And the less you consume, the less you should pay. Um, I mean, and generally that's true anyway, based on gas tax. But obviously that model isn't working as well anymore. Uh, I think that there's, in terms of bicycles, I think that as we've seen and talked about and, and heard on this program over and over again over the years, there really just is an animosity that a lot of people have about bicycles. A lot of it is based on just, it's, it's self-inflicted, frankly, bicyclists for bicyclists because so many of them don't obey traffic laws. So... You know, part of why there is that animosity is based on that. A lot of what that is is that there's a lot of resentment about bicycle lanes and about how bicycle lanes take up, up parking spots and how bicycle, you know, bicycle anything takes away from your driving experience. That's certainly part of it as well. But without question, a big part of the problem that people have with bicycles is the fact that they're, the vast majority of people on their bicycles aren't obeying traffic laws. No question about it. This is Wisdom. I'm a truck. Hey, Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. But again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. We're on Facebook Live right now, so you can watch all of this. Uh, this hour brought to you by... Pearl Street Brewery and La Crosse. Appreciate their help and support. And again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. If you are a recipient of the Wisdom Insider, our daily Wisdom email blast shows up in your inbox daily, you would have... uh, had uh, immediate access to some of the stories we were working on. Wisdom Insider brought to you by Wafer. It is immediate. It is easy to do. Oh, oh, see, the point of that was that when you get your email, the Wisdom Insider email, you would immediately know, as soon as you open it up in the morning, that the City of La Crosse Park Board 
has approved plans for the uh, canopy to go over the bandstand in Riverside Park and for a new fountain for Riverside Park. Um, handy sometimes to know that stuff first. Yeah, just sign up to be a Wisdom Insider at our website, wisdomnews.com. Again, the Wisdom Insider brought to you by Wafer. 608-785-7914. Programming note for tonight, we have high school football on Wisdom. A pregame show will start at 6.50. Game kicks off at 7 o'clock. Drew Kelly on the call. Uh, it is Logan, lacrosse Logan at Eau Claire. One of the schools. One of the schools in Eau Claire. It's what it's the Abe's, the old Abe's, Eau Claire Memorial. That's what it is. One of the Eau Claire schools. So not only will that be on the air here, but you can also watch that at wktysports.com, and uh, that video stream brought to you by Firefighters Credit Union and Designing Jewelers. Number here again six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join in on this free for all Friday, yeah, free for all Friday it means anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can just be anything, pretty much anything here on a Friday. Uh, Tony Evers and Mandela Barnes in lacrosse today. Uh, I'm, I wasn't there. That was actually just a little while ago. So uh, we had a reporter there. I was not in attendance. But um, I'm hoping that there were questions about uh, how Tony Evers moves forward and whether uh, some of his stances get modified and one, one of the ones that I was interested in is this um, universal gun registration one. I'm curious how that plays in a general election campaign as opposed to a primary election campaign. Do, do you know, is the, the idea, the universal gun registration, is that something that, um, that you, you campaign on? That's something that you go to campaign stops. And one more thing. I want all the guns to be registered. Or do you just let that one slide and not talk about it? It'll be interesting to see how this uh, how this goes in the next uh, few weeks with uh, Tony Evers running against uh, Governor Scott Walker. 608-785-7914. degrees right now. The temperature has uh, dipped about 10 degrees in the last hour. Uh, 64 for a low tonight. And then 86 for high tomorrow. I had to look at this twice because I was making sure that I saw this right. Patchy fog and then patchy smoke. Which is what we have today. We had patchy smoke today. <laughs> That's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, that if those aren't clouds. Those are smoke. That's smoke up there. I wear a mask, I guess. 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PMWI's the MMA channel 608-785-7914-785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Question for Rick Solom. Rick, uh, in the uh, world in Hoka, when you when you guys do recycling, remind me. You just you just throw it in a ditch, right? That's recycling <laughs> in Hoka. Is that if I'm remembering correctly? Yeah, but the ditch washes right to the root river, okay. so it's kind of like you guys are all set. Okay. Yep. I didn't remember what kind of recycling you do in Hoka, but. Uh, uh, the single stream recycling that is currently in place in Lacrosse and uh, on Alaska, um, and obviously a lot of other places as well, 
Not so much anymore, probably. Um, we're not exactly sure, but it, the uh, Harders is asking to... Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Harders is asking to not have to recycle... Uh, three different types of plastic that are currently in the recycling stream. And the reason for that is that um, there's no there's no way to market them. There's no way to sell them. There's no there's zero market for them. Um, and uh, that request is going to be made of the public, the Board of Public Works um, on Monday. Okay, so... And I just want to make a clarification because I, I'm, I'm responsible for a little bit of confusion on this subject from this morning, as a matter of fact, because uh, I, the stories that we had uh, from this morning in relation to the uh, plastics that would be able to be recycled and not be able to re- be recycled, if any of you caught that, we originally had indicated that they were looking to remove number three, number five, and number seven types of plastic. And um, we had it had that wrong. It was number three, number six, and number seven. So it makes a difference, probably not for just about everybody, but in fact, the types of plastic. Because number, what is it? Number five is actually a really good recyclable plastic, and there's a, still a market for that. But six is things like refrigerator trays and costume bags and that kind of stuff. CD cases, those are not recyclable. And what's the other one? Three, right? Three is like, um, uh, uh, boy. Mm, trying to think what, what is a three? Three is like, uh, like bubble, I think bubble wrap, if I'm not mistaken. It's PVC, whatever. Polyvinyl chloride. That's not terribly recyclable. And, um, uh, t- things like toys aren't really recyclable. The plastic used for toys, most toys, that kind of thing. So just to clarify a little bit there, um, and we just had one of the numbers off. So we had to fix that earlier. But um, those, they would r- remove those from the recycling stream, but it's just a tiny amount of plastic that's in the recycling stream now. And there is zero market for it currently. Yes, Rick. We could stop saran wrapping individual bananas, right? We can stop doing that. That we can as a store. Yeah, we can be done by that. We can yes, that can be. Yeah, there's a there's a a mountain of plastic that we don't need to use. Well, it's awful. Like everything you buy, like it comes in a box, and then it, everything inside the box is individually wrapped in plastic, and you just—it's it, weird just to throw. Like when I look at my garbage can at the, you know, before well, as it gets full, I'm like, oh, this is all just plastic wrap from packaging on, like that stuff. Like, can we figure out how to recycle that, or just not, not have that? Like, <laughs> everything comes in glass Tupperware, essentially. I guess I don't know. <laughs> You know, you, there is a way to do this. There actually is a way to do that. And, and I, you know, it, it takes some effort. You have to work at it. Stop buying dollar burritos at 
the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it was that's frozen part of burritos. And well, that's a funny that I mean, you can have you can you can really max out on packaging in that thing because you got like a box and there's like isn't there like a foil wrap in there? Well, and the, then there's like a plastic well, thing it as won't well. Come, it won't even come in a box. It comes in a big plastic. You know, just, oh, okay. it comes in plastic, yeah. and then each burrito is wrapped in plastic. And it's a in, lot of plastic inside yeah. the burrito. There's a little cardboard thing around the burrito right. sometimes. Yeah, that's so. right. Yep. Yeah, there is. Absolutely, man. It's. We start at the banana and we work to the burrito. Right. That's we can go to the burrito after that. Let's go to uh let's go to uh Joe. Joe, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, I thought Matt was a better businessman than Matt. How come he doesn't sell uh three, six, and seven to XL? To who? Oh, XL. To the burn plant. Um I mean yeah, come they on. Don't... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, China's the big bad boogeyman, they won't take my crap. Well, learn how to sell it to someone else who will take it. XL is looking to burn stuff for energy. Yeah, and, it, and that's basically where it would, where it goes anyway, though. It just goes right into the well, waste stream and, instead of the recycling And he's stream. the one that set up this whole recycling thing anyway. So don't wind us after you sell us all these bins with the pictures on the front that you're going to take everything and then be the, call China out. You know, learn how to deal with it yourself. Then the other thing is I had a thought. With this road funding, yeah. and I'm surprised nobody else has thought of this, how come we don't all, uh, state by state, put a little money in from our paychecks into the state, and then that state uses that money to dole out for road repairs in the, diff- in the different cities and stuff like that? Wouldn't that be the best way to do it? How come nobody's ever thought of that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that could be something. We might try that. Well, I think we should try that. I don't understand how else we're going to fund our roads. I mean, that seems like the easiest way we do it with a lot of other things. Maybe we should try it with that. All right. so, so, or maybe if we already are, then what are they doing with that money? That's the problem. Don't ask yeah. me for more. Figure it out with the money that you've already told me you're going to use for the road. It's a fair amount, too. It's a it's a sizable chunk of money. It is the, the state itself. Just the state collects on... On uh, registration, fuel taxes, everything else, just the money the state collects is something like $6 billion. Well, you're going to have to get a hold of them or they're going to start taxing your bike helmets and everything else. I mean, it's getting out of hand. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they're they're coming for me. Hey, no, no question bike about helmets it. might be number three. Yeah. They might be number three. They, so yeah. look out. Yeah. No question. Look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I, You know, the, I think the recycling questions are valid. Uh, frankly, it's... I'm not in the business. I can't even imagine the things that I don't know about the recycling business. Um, you know, clearly some things are recyclable better than others are. A lot of stuff you recycle can only be recycled once, and then it just, and then you're done, and that's it. So, um, like a lot of a lot of plastics is what I'm talking about. They can be recycled. They can turn be turn into something else. And that's the last thing they can be turned into. So, yes, they can be recycled. No, they can't be recycled endlessly. 608-785-7914. Let's get to number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. I had some time to kill today. I got the neighbor's pressure washer. I put a good nozzle on it. Yeah. I shot the water way up to my telephone pole. Oh, you did. So maybe we could get about three of them down there at the pond. Yeah. That'd be the beat spending all that money. Pressure washers. Pressure washers. I mean, that's essentially what they're doing. They're sure, just... that's what they're doing. Another thing is they got to use copper pipe. They can't use anything else besides copper. I would. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine that's what they're doing. 
mean, any plumber tell you that. Anyway, yep. the reason I called, you're talking about road tax for trucks. Yeah. <clears throat> the average dump truck, $2,000 a year license fee. Average semi is 2500 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. And when you go to buy tires, you got to pay a federal excise tax of 12%. So anybody in the trucking business is paying their fair share of the roads, either federal, state, or county, right? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we had a caller who said the, that that's not the case, that they should be paying well, more. Well, here's the case. You look what Quick Trip's paying with their hundreds of semis. Right, although are, aren't, they, aren't they dodging the fuel tax by, by, by running on natural gas? No, their semis, a lot of the semis aren't, not all their semis are running on gas. They're running on natural gas. Some are, some aren't. Uh, I don't know. I'm but pretty I mean, sure that's still, you, wide. Right now, Mitch, with this new federal law about pollution control, yep. the average truck went up ten to $12,000 for the, uh, the diesel engine in there. Yeah, it's expensive. I know. Yeah, right. no, they, they made some changes that were, that were caught, added right. a ton of cost so, to mean, the trucks. When people say the trucks aren't paying their way, 2000 or $2,500 a year is a lot of money to be paying. It is. It is. Yep. Right. There's a lot of fuel tax. There's a lot of registration fees. There's no question right. about I mean, it. They're going down the road uh, getting 8, 10 miles to a gallon, yep. maybe 11. So they're burning up a lot of fuel. All right. So, you, you, I mean, basically what it comes down to is what you're saying is that they're paying the, uh, as much sure, as they I need to pay. I think they're paying their fair share. Okay. Fair enough. All right. And I, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Let us move on to Tom before we get to the news. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. I just wanted to mention I'm uh, thrilled that President Trump has decided to, uh, to cancel the, plea, the parade that was scheduled for Veterans Day. Uh, they were telling him that the cost could be $90 million for that Washington, D.C. parade, and he said that is just ridiculous, outrageous, and he has uh, canceled it. And I am thrilled that we finally have somebody to make a change like that, and I'm hoping that he starts one of those every day. We cancel one of those ridiculous well, government wasn't, expenditures. Wait, wasn't it his idea to have the parade in the first place? Uh, I don't know, but I can, I, 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 I'm not aware of that. I do know we spend a lot of money on things like that. Oh, I, yeah, going back a ways, yes, they were talking, maybe it was his. Well, either way, he has canceled it, and thank goodness he has. Right. And I, right, well, I apologize for, I no, had forgotten that he brought that up, yes. Yeah, no, that's all right, but you're right, I mean, it, it, it is an, an un, extravagant expense that is just simply unnecessary, but I, I yeah, it, and I appreciate the call, thanks so much. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to do something like that every day. Create something and cancel yeah, it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Keeps That's doing the way to do it. That, That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I'm going to no create a problem by taking babies, by, and then I'm going to get rid of this problem by giving back the giving babies. Giving back the babies. This is wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. This is where Lacrosse Talks. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds. Back in minutes on. De- Says she's no good with words, but I'm worse. But he started out a joke of a romantic start to my tongue. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. Uh, be aware, we have a programming change for this evening. Dave Ramsey will be on for just a little bit, and then at 6:50, we're going to go out to Something Field in Eau Claire. Field of Fields is what we're going to call it. They all play on the same field. Everybody plays on the same field. They got one field, and everybody plays on it. 
Lacrosse Logan has taken on uh, Eau Claire Memorial Old Abe's. And uh, that game will be here on Wisdom. Drew Kelly on the call. And uh, River Hall, River Hills, Rivers Rivers of Wonder or something will be at Onalaska. And that will be on our sports station, WKTY. Mike Kern's on the call. Both at the same time and both watchable via video stream on WKTYsports.com. And that uh, video provided to you by Firefighters Credit Union and Designing Jewelers. 608-785-7914-785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Tom called right before the news to uh, uh, express gratitude for uh, President Trump canceling the big military parade, which was supposed to be held on... Veterans Day? Does that sound familiar? I think it's Veterans Day. Um, because the price had become extremely, had, had gotten quite high, $92 million. Uh, and I and it's not entirely clear that that was an accurate amount. That was an estimate, and part of that was um, what the Washington, D.C., I, I don't I don't know the entire story, but I, what I understanding is that Washington D.C. had was looking for a, just a pile of money. To the the, the city, the Washington D.C. itself was looking for a pile of money to hold this parade, which appeared to inflate the costs. I I don't really know. I I would agree with Tom. It's an unnecessary expense to have a ninety million dollar parade. Like just don't don't have that. There's <laughs> there's so many other things you can do. With $90 million in America besides have a parade. All right, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk text line 785 um, uh, Did I? Oh, I know. Somebody had... We get a lot of confusion in relation to the canopy over the bandstand in Riverside Park, which has been a, a, a project that we've been talking about at length for quite some time. And largely because of our association with Moon Tunes, and Moon Tunes is, is essentially its existence is about raising money for a new canopy for the bandstand. So we talked to Terry Bauer, the organizer of Moon Tunes, a lot about that canopy. Uh, we tr- try to make it clear, almost you know, as often as we can, that that is not taxpayer money that's going to be building that. And um, and it, as much as we try to do that, frequently will enraged people will irritatingly cite the cost and complain about what the city's wasting money on this time. And again, I just want to reiterate, to our knowledge at this point, to my knowledge at this point, from what we've been told, that canopy will be paid for through private donations, half million dollars of private donations. So to the extent that you can get angry about that, I guess go ahead, but just know that it's not coming out of your, it's not your tax dollars that are that, that are being used to build that. <clears throat> not at this point. Now that could change, <laughs> but I just want to clarify that we just it, we continually get upset, enraged people, or frustrated with the amount of money that's being put into this. But that's that project. Don't focus on that one because that's you're not paying for it. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four until right up until that changes. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got um, we got Mary first. Mary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. 
Yeah, I've been sitting in listening to a lot of the discussions today, and it just seems like the word thousands have totally been replaced by the word millions. Would you agree? In what? In relation to what? In anything. Okay. Whether it's a fountain, whether it's moving a statue, whether it's taking something down and having to move it when it was given to us, um, the swimming pool millions. It's like we're going to dig a hole where there's already a hole, remove the concrete, replace it with another pool, and all of a sudden it's millions. Does it cost um, millions to replace a pool? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty that's a that's a price, that's a normal price for a pool, 3 million dollars. Yeah. I mean, well, gosh, I'll have to tell some of the people in my family that have put them in their backyards. Yeah, I mean, it's a slightly bigger pool than that. A slightly so. bigger pool, but yeah. um, it, it, it just seems like it... I just really feel like the people that are handling money for the city of La Crosse need to be replaced. Nope. Because yeah. okay. it seems like we re- we do it and then we redo it mm-hmm. and then we redo it again. Like, who decided to put the statue of the lacrosse game Indians on the side of a highway? I don't know. I... And now that it's been there for a few years, and we have one person that came forward and complained, now we're going to move it. No, it's it's not going to get moved. That that that, that that's oh, not going to happen. Well, well, did I mistake it? It was last night on the news. It said they were yeah, going to move it. They're not moving it. And then they were going no. to disclose yeah, no, where no. it was going to go. They're not moving soon. it. Not going to happen. So it's not, it's, I mean, it's, they're talking about it, or they had talked about it, but it's not happening. It's not, this, this, that statue, the, way, the welcome sign to La Crosse was, um, it was approved in, in terms of where it was supposed to go. Um, the, I don't in, see anything wrong with it, but all yeah. of a sudden they're reporting all these yeah, accidents. Yeah. It's, it's it's just like the roundabout. Now people are saying, well, it wasn't designed right. It's like, oh, my God, soon that's going to come. We're going to have to redesign it mm. so that we don't have so many accidents. How about putting somebody in there with signs or something mm. to explain and educate the people that have never been familiar with roundabouts, how mm. roundabouts work? Maybe that's what we need. But it, it just seems like every week or every month, it just seems like there's something like that, and it's it's kind of ridiculous when you think about the amount of money that's involved. You, it's like if you built a home, would you be happy after the contractors did this for you and didn't advise you that you were going to have to redo your kitchen? Oh, gosh, you know what? Something in the bathroom's wrong. You're going to have to redo that. Now you're going to have to redo the plumbing on the outside. Sure. It's, um, it isn't good. All right. Well, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with to some of what Mary's saying. That statue, the lacrosse player statue, or that welcome sign is not going to get moved. No one's prioritizing that. No one is going to, I think there was, you know, there's been some people that are worried about people pulling over to the side and taking pictures, and there have been people doing that. Um, but, you know, that could be... That's just, that started a conversation that should have never gotten started. It's never going to get moved. Um, it was, the DOT thought it was a good place to put it. Uh, Army Corps of Engineers thought it was a good place to put it. 
Everybody was okay with where the lacrosse player statue went. Some, you know, well-meaning but misinformed constituent suddenly thought that having people pull over to the side and take pictures in front of the statue was going to cause an apocalypse. It's our statue, welcome monument, whatever it is. It's not, they're not moving it to accommodate a couple of people who are, who've lost their minds over the statue. It's not moving. So, (laughs) um, I, I don't know how this got, it sort of got blown out of proportion really, really quickly. It was a conversation that started. There was a conversation about what, you know, whether this, there should be some sort of movement, but ain't ain't happening. Not going to happen. If it does, I mean, bring the pitchforks, bring the torches, because people will have lost their damn minds in City Hall. They're moving They're moving a monument. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with where that thing is at. I just don't... If, if you think there is, I, I just don't know what you're seeing. I don't. I don't know what you're seeing. If that, if, that, if that was... If the speed limit was 70 miles an hour right now, I would think there would be a conversation that we could have. Maybe. But it wouldn't involve moving that giant thing to someplace 100 feet away. Yeah, it's not getting moved. So everybody simmer down a little bit on that one. Not getting moved. But the other stuff, legitimate points about, you know, one of the things you do something and then you have to go back and and, and redo it. One of the things that I'm still scratching my head over is is the... um, is the fountain again, which uh, looks like it's going to be replaced in Riverside Park. It's 15 years old. Fountains should last longer than that. Um, The only thing to remember about that fountain, though, in terms of who paid for it and how it gets paid for and all that kind of stuff, um, the original cost for that fountain was $125,000. Yeah, so that's the other thing. 15 years ago, this plastic fountain, that doesn't work. In Riverside Park, costs one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. So imagine what a stone fountain, or a granite fountain, or a marble fountain. Imagine what that's going to cost. Okay, so the plastic fountain that cost one hundred twenty-five grand fifteen years ago is now going to be replaced by something else. Imagine what that's going to cost. And I think it's not plastic; it's like fiberglass or something. But, which is, I guess, a form of plastic. It is. Um, Yeah, so that's one of those things where you look at it and go, why didn't you think of this ahead of time? Where this isn't really an outdoor fountain. This isn't really a place. This isn't really something you put outdoors. Yes, Rick? Can we put the fountain in the pool? Like, right it? Man, that would be so cool. Like a pool fountain? Yeah. I mean, if you could have something that shot geysers of water out of the pool straight up in the air that'd be fantastic we need how much for a pool 3.15 million yep okay so tom says don't build don't build a fountain use that money for the pool but let's let's just put the fountain in the pool i love it i think so great idea i mean the water's already there let's put a pool in riverside park you know, it'd be really cool though. Not a fountain in the park, but a fountain right off the park in the river. Well, we're just getting back at that. We just trench out some streams yeah, inside right, River absolutely. Park, and yeah. then we have gondolas. Yep, gondolas. That's where the answer is. You don't even have to fix those roads. 
We <laughs> you do not have to repave canals for gondolas. On the Better Hearing Center Talk text line, Joe says bike fee. Uh, this is about uh, charging bikes, uh, registration fee for roads. Bike fee will be based on frustration cost per bike rider. For some reason, they think they own the roads. So why not have them pay for it? So bike registration right now in lacrosse is free. Bike registration in lacrosse is free right now, and they can't get people to register their bikes. It's mandatory to register your bike in the city of lacrosse. It's free, and nobody will do it. So nobody is buying, nobody is going to pay a $75 registration fee on their bicycle. It's not happening. 608-785-7914. Let's go to uh, Kevin. Kevin, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch, how you doing? All right, all right. Thanks. Hey, Mitch, I had one comment, and then I wanted to ask you a quick question. I know you, we ain't got much time. That's all right. Hey, I think that, uh, that Mary, one of your last callers, uh, I think she's got all the answers. She should run for political office. And I wanted to ask you, you know, I just want to ask you a question. How many of your listeners, Mitch, you think believe in QAnon? What do you think? How many of them believe in it? Yeah. Or think that it exists? Yeah. I mean, most, um, I think, if I remember correctly, the last poll I saw found that most Americans didn't realize it existed. So okay. I would, like, and I think it's like two-thirds of Americans don't believe it exists or don't know that it exists. Well, so, how many How many think your listeners ain't believe in it? Man, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I couldn't, I don't know. I don't know. Why? What? Why? I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. I. I. That. Is that? What is? How is that relevant to what? What is that relevant to in terms of? How? Where? How did that just pop into your mind? That's what I'm asking. Oh, I. I was just riding down the street and I just kind of popped in my mind. Just curious. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to know what you thought of. How many of your listeners really believe in that garbage? Wow. I. I wouldn't even have the vaguest notion, but I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I just. I don't. I've got, there's so many people that I meet and they are, they'll talk about how they listen every day. And I just look at them and go, I, I would never have thought of that. I've never, never would have dreamed that you would be one of the daily listeners to this program. And there they are. So I have no idea. No idea. That's maybe information I should have. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. For the weather, here's Stormy O'Day with eggshells. Well, sometimes it gets so hot you can fry an egg. But it's raining. Ooh, poached eggs. I miss breakfast. Sometimes it takes a while to get the things you need. But when it comes to your comfort, you can get it now and pay as you go. I'm Mark from Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning. Sweltering summers are no problem with a new high-efficiency carrier air conditioner from Schneider. And with financing options from 12 to 36 months interest-free with low monthly payments, you can enjoy comfort today. Not only did Carrier invent modern air conditioning, they perfected it. Find out which high-efficiency Carrier cool. Closing time. Alright, we gotta get out. Don't forget, Logan and Eau Claire Memorial on Wisdom at 7 o'clock tonight. Pre-game starts at 6.50. Thanks for everybody showing up. Thanks to Pearl Street Brewery for supporting us this hour. Most of all, thanks and my love to Anna.